Bye. Happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of your... What's that? The more you say it, the happier it is. <laughs> It's going all right. It's a very mm -hmm. weird day. Lots of stuff uh, that I have done, but even more stuff that I have yet to do. Oh, well, I guess we have to do a short show then. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what we always say. <laughs> and lately, it's most often come true. Uh, yeah, except for last week. Last week, That's we went, oh, we had a lot to talk about. Super Too much, if you ask some people, <laughs> for, for sets of some people that include exclusively me. <laughs> was a little convoluted. <laughs> um, it's a good thing. All right. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> not again. Hey, our guest, <laughs> guest cameo. Mm -hmm. No. He's mad that doors are closed and people are uh. inside and he is not. All <laughs> doors must be, remain accessible to the cat. Yes. Um, so what are we going to do for our short show? What is the plan? Well, sir, I was going to talk about a long time ago. I think I shared a, a, a synergy sequencer mm -hmm. thing. And then you had mentioned, hey, what about our favorite Larry Fast songs? <laughs> so I was going through his catalog. I was like, oh, actually, quite a few. I, I kept coming back to sequencer whenever it would pop up. Like, oh, yeah, Larry Fast or oh, yeah, synergy. Mm -hmm. Because number one is the easiest for me to remember <laughs> the title. Right. And I actually, I, I believe I owned that tape. Even though it was a, it was a bootleg, but uh, still, oh, I, I had that one. You had a copy of it, is what you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. Um, home taping is perfectly legal, James. You know that. Just remember. Well, I home mean, taping I don't remember. and sharing mm -hmm. is it's it is perfectly legal. No, fair enough. A, okay, affirmed, so bootleg is, is been affirmed is, by the courts. You can. Yeah, bootleg is incorrect. You can make mixtapes for your friends. Mm -hmm. That is okay. fine. Uh, fair enough. I, well, it's like everything else in copyright. If you can win it in court, it's legal for <laughs> yes. that instance. Certainly. But you, uh, be, because it's so broken, you, you don't technically know whether it's an infringing use or not until you hash it out in court. Mm -hmm. It's very annoying. I think we need to get back to a more sensible view of copyright. And the 75 years plus the life of the author is insane. Ugh. It's ridiculous. It really but, like, what? Well, <laughs> You did the work. Your descendants don't deserve to own the work after you die. That, that's, uh, I, I don't think that's a good use of copyright. <laughs> G give it 10 years after you die for, for mm -hmm. your descendants to wring the last pennies out of it that they can't find. I'll, I'll give you that. Okay. So my favorite Larry Fast tunes. Tunes. It's hard to And pick. Larry Fast, let's be clear, is Synergy. Synergy yes. is just the name that he used to give the illusion that he's a band, I guess. Right, I, guess, I believe so. Uh, as a as a separated from his work with, say, Genesis and his other projects. That's true. That is true. Yeah, Revolt at L Five mm -hmm. is super cool. That was on his album Audion. Right.
And Audion was a bit of a departure, I think. Yeah, from, I think 81, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And wait, was that For the... Sure. Oh, actually, my favorite album, Chords, is before Audion. Oh my goodness, mm-hmm. it's happening. <laughs> Don't die. Stop dying this instant. It, it seemed like he veered back to pop song territory, at least in structure. I don't know, back to? Mm. From where to where? Well, uh, he, I feel like he kind of did that on uh, Electronic Realizations for Rock Orchestra. Okay, I'm not following, because Electronic Realizations for Rock, for rock Orchestra seems like almost a switched-on Bach concept album. Mm. Yeah, so so I think he, I mean, he just synthesized some mm. classics. Right. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I was going to say classical music, but no, because one of my favorites is also from that album. Uh, Slaughter on 10th Avenue, right. which is from a really lesser-known thing. Mm-hmm. Well, who composed but, Who composed the, the original? That's, uh, oh yeah, Richard Rogers. Oh. Broadway musical On Your Toes. Oh, definitely um, lesser-known. But then, oh, In Words and Music. Mickey Rooney, but not Judy Garland. <laughs> but I know the, I know the tune. Uh, never knew when I first heard it was probably the Synergy version. Mm-hmm. No, I take it back. When I first knew the title was probably the Synergy version, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if Mom had it in some of her album collection. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe. I think it's probably but, more uh, likely it just came across on one of the, uh, uh, classical station or randomly on mm, some musical program on, on could PBS be. or something, maybe. Because I, yeah. we've, I feel the same way. I definitely heard the tune. I knew the, the melody before, mm-hmm. but I, I certainly don't know it well enough to have remembered the arrangement mm-hmm. because the, the synergy arrangement is how I think of it. It's, yeah. it's, it's darker. It, it's uh, edgier maybe. And it's, I mean, it's an 11 minute uh, overture mm-hmm. basically. It's not, it's not just a single tune. Sure. It's, it's a, there, there's a lot to it. So it's really- I knew it from that. And of course it's a catchy title. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Slaughter. <Yeah. Ooh. laughs> uh, but then <laughs> yeah, to a 14 year old, you're like, yeah, this isn't just some wimpy synthesizer stuff. Slaughter on 10th Avenue. Where's 10th Avenue? Uh, I assumed New York, probably. At any rate, I put it away in my mind, didn't really run across it for a long time after that, Mm -hmm. until the 1989 Madison Scouts Drum and Bugle Corps used it in that year's production. I think I do remember uh, that specifically. Mm -hmm. Because I 
I believe you mentioned it. <laughs> Could be. And then I didn't really think about it again for, for uh, years and years. Was I living with you then or had I left? It was, uh, it was right it was around, around there, 88, 89. Yeah. That was a, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure I did something else in 89. Anyway. Yeah. So I, you know, we, we saw it on the uh, PBS broadcast right. and subsequent videotapes that I still own uh, from that year. At any rate, so yeah, every, every seems like every couple of decades I run across Slaughter on 10th Avenue. <laughs> so there I have my not-so-fast recollection of favorite Larry Fast tunes. But you like Chord. I, I do like that one a lot. I appreciate it a lot more now than mm -hmm. I did at the time because I always wanted to get the latest thing by everybody. Mm -hmm. And that was the often the superior. It wasn't, but in my mind it would be the superior thing. That's the old mm -hmm. stuff. 1975. 75, yeah. Get out. So, <laughs> uh, but I did, I did love and still do love uh, the album Chords, C O R T S. Mm -hmm. Yes, Chords with a, without mm -hmm. an H. Which, uh, it, it as I as I think about the track list, it's true. Those are those are discrete songs in, in the same fashion. It's not it's not long suites of of things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But but chords has a, a theme running through it. It's all connected together, and it repeats uh, melodic lines. Is that the A B C D one? No, I either That's that might be one. games or or the the other thing, computer music or I forget what it's no, called. No. There was a collection that had a bunch mm -hmm. of uh, off th uh, cast offs. <laughs> And, and experiments. I think it was that computer experiments volume one or something. And that one. So I'm not even sure what it is that I like so much about it. I just do. Mm -hmm. And especially if we're talking about favorite songs, it is uh, without a doubt Phobos and Demos go to Mars. advantage of being nice and fast it's, it feels aggressive that's fun mm -hmm. that whole album he plays a lot with dissonance as well as the it's not really a fugue but enfolding some of those melodies into other songs or different versions of the same song i guess mm -hmm. 
So there are, there are some repeated things. I'm presuming to be modern one, two, and three. That sort of ties the whole thing together. I really like Steam and Steel Towers as well from the Metropolitan Suite album, but uh-huh. I don't listen to it very often. Semiconductor 2 is really good. It has the remastered versions of a lot of stuff. Oh, okay. It's a compilation, sure. sort of best of. If anybody wants to uh, check it out, I agree. I'll check out his stuff. Yeah, it's got a good a good overview. I'll I'll link that because his career yeah. is so so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it seems so now. Anyway, almost ten years of of albums dripping out, and he changed a lot, and the equipment changed a lot over that period too. From the mid seventies, yeah, absolutely, hugely. When he stopped really producing regular albums in eighty five mm-hmm. or six, eighty six maybe was Metropolitan Suite. Uh, the whole industry changed from analog to digital and mm-hmm. from giant modular synth to uh, proto software synth. But, but certainly everything was, was sized way, way down yeah. to, to get it into a stage shape. Easy portability. Metropolitan Suite was 87. 87 okay. So it says uh, ninth and final uh, Synergy project. So in 12 years, nine albums, that's, that's a lot of stuff. And again, just evolving his equipment, his instruments, as well as mm-hmm. his abilities, his skills. And stylings. And stylings. Yeah. Uh, did you want to do a book or, or, or do that. are we done? I was just thinking about, because, we, because I've been watching Venture Bros and you have completed your run. Oh, Venture it's, Brothers, that's not books. It's not, but it's, okay. wait, well, we were talking about the the favorite. Do we even have a theme? Or we just went going through this no. list? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I had just suggested that, hey, it might be fun to talk about our favorite mutual things or, or the, mm-hmm. the things that we mutually like and our favorite pieces of that thing. So Synergy is yeah. one. We both love Larry Fast, but we have mm-hmm. pretty different favorites. Right. So similarly... We are huge fans of the Venture Brothers. Yes, indeed. Being brothers, as we are. But <laughs> but we, I guess a lot of the stuff we both enjoy and find funny, but our favorite things are, are different. For instance, your favorite character. Well, it started out, you know, like the the, the first episode I saw, it was Brock Samson, <laughs> you know, and, and um, you know, Patrick Warburton voicing okay. him probably cemented that. I, I would say. <laughs> I mean, I could see that. Or drew, or I shouldn't say something. Probably drew me in most immediately, you know. Um, so, and again, I apologize to you for waiting so long after your recommendation to watch the Ooh. show. Your near demand mm-hmm. that I watch the show. Yeah, uh, I don't know what. Yeah, something <laughs> happened. You know, it was late at mm-hmm. night uh, when I saw the, the theme and the skull thing. Just didn't, just didn't right. click. I was like, eh. You know, I thought it was going to be like, um, uh, what's that show? Uh, uh, Cowboy Bebop, oh. which many people like, and I just couldn't get into. I like it. Yes, I, I know. And I like the theme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> played it with my jazz band. Uh, I played at it anyway. Best theme in animation, really. Yeah. It's, it's up there. <laughs> so so Brock was cool and, and fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then probably not too long after there, The Mighty Monarch became my favorite and lasted throughout the, throughout the series. I, I love the evolution of both those characters, the, the maturity of writing, mm-hmm. the depth that they gave both of them. 
the, it, yeah. the first couple of seasons, it's kind of hard to watch Brock for me. True. Uh, or yeah. it's kind of hard to like him in the same way because he's mm-hmm. so one-dimensional. He's very surly and regularly, what, red outs? That's, that's not a black yeah. out, but that, no. this red haze of <laughs> Eye twitch in this, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> red. <laughs> Slaughter. That's mm-hmm. funny. That's much more funny later when we have sober, sarcastic, a well-informed Brock. <laughs> Absolutely. Some of the stuff with him in short leave mm-hmm. <laughs> is fantastic, yes. you know, because they're both masters of their craft and, mm-hmm. and just <laughs> enjoying, enjoying the banter is, is half the fun of the show. I like the two of them together. I've heard, I've seen a couple of comments that don't like short leave being flamboyant, which mm. he barely is to me, but he does play up his feminine voice. Mm-hmm. That, if that makes sense, uh, I, I hesitate to use the word sissy because it's it's got a more negative contexts outside the the gay community. He's a mm-hmm. he's a he's a badass. Yeah, <laughs> but he's he still likes to flirt and uh, quip. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think he deliberately works some of the stereotypes in order to uh, mess with people. So, uh, what's the plan? What? We, we do it like all the others. I make a fun little diversion, and you come in and wham! Brockness monster on him. Okay, it's open. Signal me. Oh, there's a ladder right there. Oh, yeah, that's a lot of fun. No, I'm sorry. Thought this was a bathroom. What with that tangy odor I'm enjoying. I was in the neighborhood shopping, and I can't find a Starbucks. What are you guys waiting for? Okay, we'll mix it up, but no tummy punches. I really do gotta pay. Yeah, I'll agree. That was a lot of fun to see. And and Mm -hmm. also for someone to go toe-to-toe with with Brock Sampson. Oh, he is... And not uh, be intimidated in any way. Right, he's every bit as skilled. (laughs) Well, I don't know about that. But in his in his own oh, sure, yes. idiom, <laughs> for his for his so. brand of heroics, of uh, yeah, <laughs> not really sure what you would call it. It's not a he's not a bodyguard, secret agent, uh, special agent, something like that. Yeah. But he's he's very good at what he does. He's clearly smarter than Brock, but, mm-hmm. uh, and probably one of the smartest people on the show, below maybe Jonas and maybe Jonas and Jonas Junior. And a few of few of the others. Monarch is very very smart himself, just overcome by rage <laughs> and revenge. Yes. Now we are going to fuck up an empty venture compound. Your wife isn't gonna like that. Whatever. When did this happen? Last thing I remember, I was planting dynamite under Venture's baby blue jeep. Oh, that was the best. Oh, yeah, the plunger thing you pushed down? So classic. Oh, we, we need to get an anvil and drop that on him. Sweet. Or a round bomb. Oh, the black ones with the fuse? I love those. Well, look at my life now. Hatred's become a job. I had true hatred with Venture. I didn't have to fake it. That sweet loathing just poured out of me whenever I saw his pathetic face. I just, I just, I just wanted to kick his ass. I wanted to build a machine to kick his ass. I wanted to build an empire to house the machine.
machine to kick his ass! And by God, let's go take a dump in his pool! You can't count on the monarch because he's driven by his id. Mm -hmm. He's easily distracted. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. Well, I, I make no secret of the fact that Dr. Byron Orpheus is my very favorite character mm -hmm. on the show. Absolutely. I love it every time. Pumpkin, get me my cloak. Why don't you wear the... Um... All right, fine. Get me my blue windbreaker. Greetings, Pumpkin. I am at Mr. Venture's lab to write that which is wrong and to repair the torn curtain of time itself. There are four puddings in the fridge. You may enjoy the contents of one of them. Dinner at six. <laughs> Just assured that were I to reach behind your ear, it would not be a quarter I pull out, but your very soul. <laughs> Are you leave that in or do the clip? Oh, no, no. Leave that one in. Uh, <laughs> oh, good. I, but okay. I want to mention, maybe we'll link it uh, in the show notes. I sent you a little clip from a play. It was very mm -hmm. surreal. Yeah. That is, what is it called? I can't remember what it's called. So the voice of Dr. Byron Orpheus is Stephen Ratazzi or Stephen Ratazzi. He doesn't do a lot of voice work or TV or film. He seems to mostly do stage and, and small, very small theater at that. AWOL. God help us. God bless you. That's the, that's the title. Oh, I see. Right. Of the play. Yeah, I'm an idiot. AWOL <laughs> is the name of the playwright. Not the ah, name of the playwright. Okay. The name of the play, right? Nice. <laughs> mm. Good save. I don't know what else I can say. I think we've gone over this before, but it's a chance to put in a new <laughs> clip of Dr. Orpheus. Yeah, and um, surprising to see him after just seeing uh, Dr. Orpheus, <laughs> you know, having the voice come out of Dr. Mm -hmm. Orpheus. Tall, extremely right. thin. <laughs> right, spindly. More, Versus, yeah, I, I would yeah. have probably pictured him looking more like Doc Hammer. Yeah. Rail thin. Mm -hmm. Right. But I... More like George Costanza. Maybe. Yeah, 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 he is. I've long trained myself to not try to build up too much of a picture of a person by their voice because mm -hmm. it's been jarring sometimes to see the real yeah. person. If I have a picture, if I t have too vivid a picture of them, it's like, oh, wow, they're nothing like that. But that's what everybody says. Speaking of jarring, if you're a real person, you could send us an email and you can send it to bros at it's just called two brothers. To be fair, if you're not a real person, I really, really want to hear from you. Please, if you're not Ooh. a real person, send us a message. You just blew my mind. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you use Twitter, you can tweet at us at IJC2B. And a uh, characteristic of, of uh, the brother with ADHD, I, uh, I neglected to renew my... Uh, suspended Twitter account before the 30-day deadline, so I have, I have, uh, I've lost my original Twitter account from from yeah. 2009. So, so I have to wow. start over as a total noob, or maybe I just don't want to go on Twitter anymore. Hey, look at you, turning over mm -hmm. a new leaf. That's a better idea, but we'll right. see what happens. I have I have two accounts that I I follow, like two people, just so I can peruse a, a few things um, but I think I'll probably set it up again and not follow quite so many